Step one, wake up early, gon' rise with the sun. Step two, get some good, some food in you. Step three, think grow hard about what you wanna be. Step four, fuck everybody, just do your thing. Wake up, today's gonna be a good day. 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 Wake up. Today's gonna be a good day. Wake up. Today's gonna be a good day. Wake up. Today's gonna be a good day. Yo, set your affirmations, aspirations. I got shit to do. The aftermath of preparation. Good food, good mood, blood in circulation. One step at a time. Yeah, that's how you make it. Set a goal you control and the steps you take them. I try to pick one thought, have some concentration. And if I make a mistake, it's called education. I try to do this every day, call it replication. Wake up, today's gonna be a good day. 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 No, but you know what? I'm just gonna have fun because I was actually looking forward. Um, to talking to you even for a little moment it's been a crazy week uh, crazy full moon with an eclipse i don't know what is it with people i don't know what is it with people they act weird everyone at the clinic was weird it's uh man, I, I was talking to my wife about that we we hmm. accidentally walked outside and saw it we we're like oh my goodness it's red like we oh could nice see, we could see the eclipse just starting and we were talking about I just feel like 10 years ago, we would have been talking about that all day about like, Hey, are we going to be able to see it? Where, Mm -hmm. where will it be? Mm -hmm. I had no idea it was even happening until I walked outside. So maybe, maybe that's because we're not all watching the news as much anymore. I don't know. Well, yeah, you have to, you have to look at your resources. For instance, uh, I use Google, although I'm careful, but I've filtered what I want to read and not want to read and it's funny because when i use one profile like a regular unfilter i get all of this bunch of crap yeah nonsense right algorithms and then when i use my own the one that i prefer it's completely different news like it's a completely different day it goes from a monday to a sunday oh yeah yeah you know the type of the type of news well and it's, luckily uh-huh. i think a lot of people think that what they're seeing is what everybody else is seeing yeah, that's and, how dumb we are. And that little experiment that you did, <laughs> kind of, <laughs> it's obvious to you how untrue that is. But oh, um, yeah, you got to be careful and and to see exactly. So I have a little section of science and uh, space, and and yeah. On what? I'm where do you where like do you that. look at the, what like app is this? Oh, it's so you go type news.google.com. Yeah, you know, and then it links with your profile and then you go into a section settings where you can filter. Like, for instance, I'm not subscribed to a lot of the mainstream uh, uh, sources. Yeah. And it's it's yeah. And a lot of, uh, you know, from other countries, European primarily. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it's, people it's can. I'm sure people can infer that about us pretty quickly that we're not watching a lot of the mainstream stuff. Um, I back back to the uh, eclipse and and like reactions to it. Can you imagine seeing that twenty thousand years ago? Oh yeah, sacrifices. Oh my goodness! It's, it's a blood. 
<laughs> like you would think the world moon. is ending. Yeah, you you would do something crazy. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. I I know it's even I wouldn't, but I know people did. You know, uh, as far as uh, <laughs> even it, it isn't anyway. I don't want to go into that, but yeah, it's it's pretty spellbounding actually. It's so cool. We Olga and I watched it uh, uh, at the beach in Me- in Mexico in a place called San Felipe, which is a coast. It's really nice. It's like a little bay. Wait, and, were you and, in Mexico? Yeah. What? Okay, just, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was in Mexico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just what? having a little get out, getaway weekend. I'm, I'm confused because I know you just uh, had my stepmother in your study uh-huh. on Tuesday. I did. And the eclipse was just a couple. So you must have literally just left right after that and gone down no. to Mexico. Oh, yeah. No, I'm so sorry. The last time I saw one like that, oh, okay, was it years ago? I, I'm sorry, in I thought, Mexico. I thought I'm this so one. Sorry, yeah, no, yeah. no. Imagine that. I'm not. I'm not a. Yeah, I'll have a private jet flying me over. No, dude. Uh, last time we saw one was like over the beach. It was nice. phenomenal. Anyway, very cool. <laughs> very cool. So, well, hey, if you look at the podcast, um, in. I'm going to put it a bunch of other places right now. It's just on Apple, but so do you see, I don't, do you have your phone handy? Yeah, right here. Uh huh. So it says May 10th, one masculinity in a symbol. And then the ghost in the machine, uh, doesn't have a number. So all of our episodes with you and me, I'm going Mm -hmm. to number Mm -hmm. and then I'm going to leave unnumbered anything I put up. That's not you and I. Okay. Whether it's just clips or whatever. So people oh, okay. can kind of skip or listen to whatever they want. Okay. Well, this is nice. Nice little information nugget. Yeah. Uh, here, let me know if you hear noise in the background. i doing my best to cancel that out, but family is family and they're off school and they're oh. just watching. Yeah, they're watching, I think, Stranger Things. The new episode oh, nice. is coming out. Nice. Or the new season is coming out, the last season, apparently. So they're trying to recap so nope. they can be up to date. I think it's released next week. Every once in a while, I'll, I'll hear something. But when I do the editing, all that quiet stuff will get cut out. So Okay. I figured. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, don't. Don't worry yeah. about it. There, yeah. If, do, it's shit, if it's shit, let me know. There's this thing called... You know that I mean you're you're a musician. I, it's on Audacity. You just do a noise gate, and then mm-hmm. anything under like a certain volume just gets removed. So, dude, nice. It's basically like Motion Capture Lab. Yeah, it's over. exactly like Motion Capture Lab. Yeah, that's funny. Do you, what do you want to talk about tonight? Uh, you gave me two choices, so they're both interesting. But we, I think, Intelligent Light is cool because when I typed intelligent light in google nothing showed oh nice okay (laughs) i think i think i should probably more appropriate appropriately call it the observer effect but i kind of like yours because it doesn't exist (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) that's because i'm just making (laughs) making stuff up (laughs) that's even better that's even better that's how language starts, right? New language. So, because if I t- but get this, if I type intelligent lighting, then I get all these types of like club lighting that apparently <laughs> moves with music, right? It's basically just motorized lighting f- for special effects. 
irrational. Do, do you mind if uh, um, it might be? It might be super even though even though, though you don't have to use exponential even though even though you don't have to use I get the impression that they don't. So this is I get the impression that they don't. Well, plus they're limited with Newtonian laws, right? They want to go. They're limited with Newtonian laws, right? They want to go which to the Newtonian laws, which is so anything that you want to prove exists. So uh, anything that you want to prove that you basically have to have that is valid empirical data, right? Using Newtonian laws, but if you go empirical data, right? Using Newtonian laws, but if you go into quantum, so that's gone. People cannot actually understand it, and people cannot actually understand it. And it's not to say you know you're always going to be looked at kind of different. You know you always going to be looked at kind of different. And so. Obviously, it's a part of domain, but we don't know it as a whole. Like you were saying, we can observe things happening. And you were saying, it's observed things happening, but mechanically, physically, in our realm, makes a difference. I think there's a lot of power in guys just have to kind of make a difference. I think there's a lot of power in guys just have to kind of proceed with caution. It might be just send it, send me on to the rabbit. So now we're making it the best sense the experiment experiment so this is what I'm referring to intelligent light so this I don't actually think it's intelligent I think it's evidence that they have we influenced just postulated in 1924 it makes it intelligent Several 
lot. They're there's nothing for the photon interference. It doesn't really make sense. There's, 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 there's nothing for the photon interference. There's so yeah. much yeah. money in this part. Which is in the Newtonian law. So it's not the particles that interfere with themselves. So anything that you want to prove is very interesting. That is valid. That people won't laugh at it. Basically, it has to have some form of empirical data. Right? These are Newtonian laws. But if you go and take your quantum physics, it's like an odd. As soon as we observe it, it's possible to turn it back. As soon as we observe it, it's possible to turn it back. Actually, understand it just by direct observation. That's it. Just by direct observation, you know you're going to be looked at kind of different. And so that remains true. There is a lot of modest amounts of artificial domain slits, but before the particles and if we make the measurement, but then delete the result without looking at it, if we make the measurement, but then delete the result without looking at it, so this has been used to say like this is so. This has been used the photons clearly has to go back in time. The photons clearly has to go back in time to make a difference. Might be really a serious explanation. And there's really a serious explanation. All you really see about this is that type. So what you see the all you really see done, is that but any of these passwords are when you actually go back to see what word experiment, when you actually go back, so much Okay, so it's a guy named Thomas Young. He passed light through two closely spaced parallel slits in a screen, and on the far side saw several bright bands. So two slits of light resulted in several bright bands. This he realized was an interference pattern caused by the interaction of waves emanating from the two slits. It's not unlike the pattern that appears when two pebbles are dropped into water and the ripples they create add or dampen each other's peaks and troughs. With ordinary particles, the slits would act more like stencils for sprayed paint, creating two bands. So that all, that all makes sense. So with light, which is a wave, the waves interact and you get multiple bands on the film behind the screen. With particles, like an electron, uh, you get stencils like spray paint. You'd get two bars, two vertical bars that look just like the slits. Got it. So far, so good. So we now we now know that quantum. <clears throat> sorry, we now know that quantum particles create such an interference pattern too. So now we're moving from just a candle um, or a spray paint canister to actual photons and electrons. So we know that quantum particles create such an interference pattern too. Evidence that they have a wave-like nature. Postulated in 1924 by French physicist Louis de, Louis de something, Broglie, this idea was verified for electrons a few years later by U.S. physicists Clinton Davison and Lester Germer. Even large molecules such as something made of 60 carbon atoms behave this way. You can get used to that. What is odd is that the interference pattern remains accumulating over many particle impacts even if particles go through the slits one at a time. So now they have the ability to just send one photon at a time. And so you don't know which slit the photon's going to go through, but if you do 100,000 photons over the course of a few hours, you still get several, you still get an interference pattern. Which That's doesn't really make sense because there's, there's nothing for the photon to interfere with. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just mm -hmm. a single particle or a single packet. So, mm -hmm. uh, excuse me. So the particles seem to interfere with themselves. This is where it gets really bizarre. Otter 
the pattern vanishes if we use a detector to measure which slit the particle went through. Okay, so as soon as we observe it, it turns back into a particle instead of a wave. Just by direct observation. Yep. That's wild. It's truly particle-like with no more wave characteristics. Oddest of all, that remains true if we delay the measurement until after the particle has traversed the slits but before it hits the screen. And if we make the measurement but then delete the result without looking at it, interference returns. So wow. this has been used to say, like, this is time travel, <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> the, the photon ha clearly has to go back in time to make a different decision. I mean, not that it's conscious, mm -hmm. but... Um, mm -hmm. And there's not really a serious explanation from, I mean, what, what you see, all you really see about this is that light has properties of a wave and a particle. Mm -hmm. And anyone mm -hmm. who's been through physics has heard that. Yes. But when you actually go back to see what experiment that comes from, it is so much more bizarre than that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's not the physical act of measurement that seems to make the difference, but the act of noticing. Mm -hmm. uh, I can't say these guys' names, but this guy, Anathasa Wami, <laughs> explains that this is what is so strange about quantum mechanics. Right. It seems impossible to eliminate a decisive role for our conscious intervention in the outcome of experiments. Uh, see what I mean? Yeah. So uh, observation consciousness influences the behavior of quantum particles and photons. It's just crazy to me. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so this was kind of the basis for this whole theory called bio biocentrism, which I'll, uh, I'll give you the book, but, um, they've since repeated this experiment, but at much bigger scales. So instead of using a photon emitter and a film that's 10 feet away, they use gravitational waves from stars, uh, you know, a billion light years away. Mm -hmm. And, even if they put the slits here on earth and the film 10 feet behind it, uh, but measure it after it passes through the slit, it still turns back into a particle. Wow. It is just crazily That's bizarre. out of control. Yeah. And so the implication is that photon goes back a billion light years, um, and makes a different decision. So, uh, I'm probably butchering that, but I just, it just kind of blew me away. So, thoughts what do you think oh uh, well the ramifications right um it just makes you wonder right because who is determining that we are as humans yeah. right we are looking at the object we're observing so would have done the same thing have we not been watching it or observing probably yeah. not no probably I mean, not yeah. yeah i mean the results are there right right so, so, and then again, it, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty wild. Then again, why are we looking at that? And then if we're looking at that, does a, a state of mind, does it change the way that moves or we're just looking at the object or we're just looking at the particle? Yeah. I, I don't know if a state of mind will change that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And so, I mean, the sensors are using our, I'm assuming they're electronic. And, and so, um, but what's, oh, yeah, it, but yeah, what's, yeah. but what was most interesting to me is 
Okay, so they send they send the photons through. They send a thousand space to second apart, let's say, mm-hmm. and there will be a interference pattern, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They do it again with the sensors on. The interference pattern goes away, and you see two vertical slits, right? But then if they delete the data, <laughs> the interference pattern reemerges. That's mm-hmm. that's how I'm interpreting this. That doesn't make sense, but let me let me. Let me read through it again. Um, if a physicist out there is listening, there they might be horrified by this explanation. But Alfredo, that's okay. After all, that's our interpretation of uh, of of how we are reading the yeah. results. Correct? Yeah. Um, um, I don't know. It has so I was listening to what you're saying years ago, maybe like 10, 20 years ago. And I was listening to, uh, you know, one of those self help. And I know you're going to say, Oh man, that those guys, but he had some good stuff. And he, (laughs) uh, I forget his name. There are so many out there. Uh, uh, great Brayton, now Brayden. I'm butchering his name. I I would, I would have been funny though. (laughs) <laughs> Greg, <laughs> is it Greg Braden? Yeah, Greg Braden. Uh, he's been around for a block for a while. Uh, Greg with double G, uh, and they were talking about how if you wish for something, like everything is light. Everything is light, right? We know that. Yeah. Everything yeah. that we see is is light, and there are waves and particles, like you were saying. But if you wish, that's okay. After all, that's our interpretation of uh, of of how we are reading the yeah. results. Correct. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know. It has. So I was listening to what you're saying years ago, maybe like 10, 20 years ago. And I was listening to, uh, you know, one of those self help. And I know you're going to say, Oh man, that those guys, but he had some good stuff and Who? he, <laughs> uh, I forget his name. There are so many out there. Uh, uh, Greg Brayden. Brayden. I'm butchering his name. I would. I would have been funny though. <laughs> Greg. <laughs> Is it Greg Brayden? Yeah, Greg Brayden. Uh, he's been around for a block for a while. Uh, Greg with double G. Uh, and they were talking about how if you wish for something, like everything is light. Everything is light, right? We know that. Yeah. Everything yeah. that we see is, is light and there are waves and particles like you were saying. But if you wish something to become a particle, you just wish for it and it starts as a thought. That, sound, and, that sounds like so, a secret. You're right. I would make fun of you if it was a secret. No, I'm just kidding. I, I'm just kidding. I think there's a lot. I think there's a lot to that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but again, that's, that's the quantum physics. And I think, I don't know, these guys are maybe capitalizing on that because you cannot measure it, right? Yeah. So he can say whatever he wants, but how can we measure that? And as a scientist, you and I know that it that's hard Yeah. to say that's yeah, what's that, coming from. I mean, from. that's kind of the, that's kind of the catch 22 of all of these like yeah. things is, is, Oh, what there, was, I heard a really good metaphor. Um, sorry. I'm, I'm trying to test my blood while I talk. Sorry if you hear noise. So I heard this metaphor that, you know, we've we've come into a movie uh, 
at like the two hour mark, you know, we've walked into a theater and we've sat down at a movie that we don't know anything about at the two hour mark. And Mm -hmm. we're trying to figure Mm -hmm. out what is going on and we're trying to figure out how the movie started (laughs) and we're trying to figure out, you know, what the movie's about. That's kind of our current situation. You know, I mean, when we're talking about the origin of life and and the nature of consciousness and reality, it's right. We, uh, we're kind of just grasping at straws. It's not something you can test experimentally, unfortunately. And I, I, yeah, and I kind of have issues with that a bit, to be honest. But I understand it, and I know where we want to go. But um, I don't know. I, I mean, we cle- need more. We cle- need more data. Clearly, <laughs> somebody's designing experiments to show you know this crazy stuff. But it's not a. It just leaves you wondering. Leaves you asking more questions. It. It reminds right. me. Um, Actually, I think I heard somebody say this, but it reminds me of this idea of if a tree falls in the woods and no one was there to hear it, did it make a sound? And uh, right, right. My answer to that was always, well, of course it does. You know. Yes. <laughs> right. Right. But, but uh, you know, I'm thinking more and more. You know, I'm thinking about this experiment. I'm thinking about sound. What is sound? Well, it's it's a wave like mm-hmm. light, at least part of the time mm-hmm. that has a certain wavelength. And then yes. that shakes our tympanic membrane, which creates waves in our cochlea, which are detected by hair cells, which create action potentials. And, you know, if that wavelength is a certain size, if it's too big or too small, we don't hear it. Mm-hmm. So really what we're measuring is vibrations Vibration. in the air. Vibration. That's right. You know, that's so, right. so technically, if no one is there to hear it, the tree does not make a sound, you know? Right. Because sound is only, sound is only measured when it hits an ear. Um, so if there's no conscious awareness Correct. of, of that sound, then no, the tree did not make a sound. It made vibrations in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, I, so I, uh, I think there's something to this whole biocentrist thing. It's a little... It's a little weird. <laughs> it's a, it's not mainstream, but um, I'm reading. He's got three books, so I'm reading the first one. So I'll report back. And so my question weeks. to you, my question to you is, why are you reading about this? Oh. What what is it so intriguing about it? Because this is not the first time we had this conversation. Gosh, I don't know, man. I think I've had this like uh, recent recent. Um, Oh, so not to get into my personal background too much, but I, I was like a super, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I had a high conviction atheist for most of my life. That Uh, requires a lot of energy, you know, (laughs) (laughs) and, uh, it wasn't like, because like, I, I, I always thought of religion as kind of like intellectual laziness, you know? Like there's got to be an explanation for that. That isn't this X, you know, that isn't X thing. And, uh, you know, the more, the more, the deeper I dive into science, the more I realize that there's a lot of leaps of faith in science, a lot, especially when we start talking about, you know, human origins and nature of reality, quantum Mm -hmm. mechanics. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're taking Mm -hmm. a lot of big leaps of faith and some of them, are just as unusual as saying, you know, consciousness creates reality in my opinion. But, mm-hmm. um, anyway, so I think that's why, that's kind of why I've gone down 
this path. I, I got, I've gotten really into longevity research mm. and, uh, the more you start learning about longevity, the more you start thinking about mortality. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I read, I read this other book through this uh, book club that I never go to, but I read the books they recommend. <laughs> hey, that's, that's all they want. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, it was about, it was about the biochemical challenge to evolution. And I, I kind of had my qualms with it, but more than anything, it just pointed out, like, we're taking a lot of big leaps when we talk about this stuff, you know, mm-hmm. we're just taking a lot of things for granted, which is mm-hmm. not very scientific to just make assumptions about things. So, so here I am, man, I've, the, the stuff is on, on top of mind in a couple of weeks. I'll be, we'll be talking about SpaceX or something. I'll have moved on, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if you can ever, especially now that you're diving in deeper, uh, because of your study, does, you know, your studies and, and what you're observing and you probably can grow from that, you know? So that's actually pretty cool. Yeah, well, thanks. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's actually pretty cool. You're asking questions that a few people ask in their lifetime. Yeah, I I wonder, I think I think why these topics are so taboo is just a lack of, of courage, which I know is a weird thing to say, but, but uh, you know, a lot of these guys who start talking about these things, you know, they, they face a lot of career headwinds, uh, headwinds, they, they, they can be ostracized pretty easily for saying, Hey, I don't know if, I don't know if quantum mechanics really makes sense the way you've proposed it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then again, so did the great ones, right? Everyone laughed at them, right? Well, uh, I mean, Steve Jobs, you know. How about, we'll go farther back. How about Galileo? You know, he got burned, oh, well, at, got yeah, burned at the stake. Yeah. Those <laughs> guys got burned and I mean, they, they died basically. I mean, it's, yep. they've been always, there's always someone pointing out the finger for that you know, and, and quite down for revolutionary things that we all know it's true. Yeah. Now it's true, but yeah. they, you know, they changed things. And so uh, asking questions, you're going to, you're going to get it either way. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. And, and just, you know, um, and anyway, I think there's a 48 laws of power lesson in there somewhere, you know, about, yeah. <laughs> about like, Hey, yeah, you know, it's a fine line, you know, um, uh, uh, you know, at at some point you just have to deal with the the limitations of of right, right. knowledge and just you know don't make. Don't and make I think understanding right, and I think understanding that is is important because if you run away with that and you start writing books on that and that's all you think about and then you basically go into the world of absolutes, mm-hmm. which you and I know that doesn't exist, right? That world does not exist. It, yeah. Everything is kind of gray, and you have to be. It used to, what was the quote? The, the, well, that's not a quote, but everyone knows about it, right? The survival of the fittest, that's gone. Yeah. It's, it has been the survival of the most adaptive. Oh man, you are, you are on top of it. I was just getting ready to tell you that that was actually not what Darwin said, but you beat me to it. Oh, well, great minds think alike, I think. Nice. But I have similar microphones. Well, yours is better. (laughs) <laughs> you you sound you sound good on this episode on I, this one I, don't know, okay. I think it's because we're not doing video oh, oh i sound good because i have it on mute i think <laughs> most of the time <laughs> i'm just kidding but but yeah is this one of the most adaptive either you adapt whether it's technology whether it's uh whatever is that in front of you or you perish yeah 
Yeah, the fittest is gone. That was okay back in the day, or if you, you know, but now it's you gotta roll with it. You know, you gotta roll with the punches, but stand your ground. You have to, you have to stand your ground and what you believe. So I think the fact that you're asking these questions and reading about it, and uh, it takes a lot of uh, courage. So yes, it is the right word. Well, if I'm ever if I'm ever working at, you know, like a a secular institution someday and they get, they get a hold of this. Yeah. Who knows? I might be fired, but I doubt it. <laughs> I but, think, I, uh-huh. I, I think most people who have a, a good understanding of our limited understanding of the nature right. of reality, recognize right. that it's, it's right. probably wise to wonder, you know, what's really going on. Um, I mean, when you start, and you start reading about quantum entanglement and the fact that, you know, all the particles we're composed of aren't necessarily, uh, in a defined location in space. Mm-hmm. And that when we touch something, there's no contact between physical particles. There's just electrical repulsion. Mm-hmm. It starts to get a little weird. You have to kind of like acknowledge like, okay, what the things that we consider rational might be, not really be accurate, <laughs> you know. Like, yeah, it's, and if you don't, yeah, if you don't have a a, a port where to sail to, you eh, no wind is favorable, right? Oh, dude, so, just dropping the the good quotes today. <laughs> you can't no, just say you can't just say that like that's something you say all the time. That was good. Oh, my, oh thank you. I, so I if you don't have if, if you don't have a destination, basically, you're 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 if screwed. You basically, no wind is favorable. So, so you need to at least know where you're going and take advantage, even if it's headwind or, you know, um, just at least, you know, where you're going versus just, just being at bay, you know? Uh, so it is important to know where you're at. And and that's where a lot of people are just afraid of saying things, even though they feel it and they think about it all the time. That's where you and I come in and, they're already standing at the edge of the cliff. We just have to come on, just give them a little push. Yeah, and then off they go because it is it, you can't deny the truth, and that is the truth. But you just have to kind of test it a little bit, um, a little bit more. I think we're in the infant stages for sure. Oh my gosh, absolutely, absolutely. I, do you do you feel like um, as a society we're getting more? open-minded and more people are kind of becoming truth seekers or less because absolutely I, not. Yeah. Cause I was going to say when I, when I read stuff that 2000 year old Greek guys said and Roman said, I'm like, man, these guys were profound, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A, guy, a guy sitting in his bathtub, you know, <laughs> writing on a piece of parchment Right, three thousand years ago had so much more going on than the average PhD student today. You know, like absolutely, just some of the stuff these guys wrote down just blows my mind. So yeah, I guess maybe yeah. we're not going in the right direction. We're not. We have so many distractions, and 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 no one has a port. Looks like ports are unavailable. They don't know where they're going. So people are getting degrees that not working with their degrees, you know, it's pretty sad. Like I've known, and I'm sure you do too. Uh, people were bachelor's degrees. That used to be it, you know, what, 40 years ago, yeah. oh, you get a bachelor's is awesome or 50 years ago and you get a nice job. But nowadays it's just, 
you get it and you're not capitalizing from it. It's pretty sad. So it just looks to me that we're just getting distracted left and right. Yeah. Yeah. Man, you've opened like so many different doors. I kind of want to go down. I'm sorry. Know, we'll mm-hmm. change. We'll change topics too much. It's uh, <clears throat> you know, it almost seems like we need we need aliens to come or something. We need some kind of unifying. <laughs> what unifying if I told thing. you? What if I told you they're already here? Uh, yeah. I, tell me more. <laughs> tell me more, man. Oh, those are, I don't know if this is maybe next, next topic, but. Well, uh, I think I can segue us into aliens pretty easily. Give me an opportunity. So, <laughs> oh, I get, we didn't talk about evolution today. That was, but say we had talked about evolution today. Um, that's what we'll talk about next week. But okay. did you Sounds know good. that Francis Crick, the co-inventor of DNA, not inventor, mm-hmm. discoverer of DNA, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Actually, maybe one of three, because there's there's a woman who is highly involved in discovery, nice, but she doesn't nice. she doesn't get uh-huh. credit. I forget her name. That's so bad. Ramona, maybe I don't know. Um, anyway, so Francis Crick, his he's wrote four books about uh, how he thinks life on Earth originated, and so whether or not that's even a question that needs to be answered. Some people like Richard Dawkins don't think it does. I mean, he, he, he's presented an explanation that's purely random and incremental adaptation from start to finish from pools, just floating. No or, way. Oh yeah. From, from the primordial ooze. Um, I mean, we couldn't dude. I could talk for hours about this, but no, oh, I know. Well, it's like saying there's a, it, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not going to buy that. Not okay, a face we, value, we but need, we could t- definitely talk about it. That, that should be a whole episode because I mean, there is, yes. there for most of my life, I've, I've been on board with that, man. I, I read a ton of Dawkins in college. I thought, I still think the selfish gene is an amazing book. However, I feel like he's taking bigger leaps of faith than, you know, any religious person would in terms of explaining the origins of life. It's uh anyway, so, um, but, but Francis Crick, the co- the co-inventor of DNA, he yeah. disagrees. M- m- many people disagree. Uh, but guess what his explanation is? He is convinced that mm-hmm. earth was seeded by aliens. That some, right. that, that the, the originator of life on earth was aliens. And, uh, I mean, it's really not any crazier than any other idea, I guess. <laughs> but, yeah, but before we answer that, we have to define aliens, right? What's what's that? Well, that's his Extra, thing. Extraterrestrial? Yeah. Anyone not from this earth? If that's the case, then Jesus was an alien. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. At a certain point, I mean, God and aliens are kind of difficult to distinguish from one another. Right, right? yeah. Right. So we can't, we can't measure with the same stick. We kind of have to, uh, so I'm not that opposed to that idea actually, but we can definitely talk about it. So we have two choices. Either we were seeded through, uh, by aliens or we just created randomly by waves and particles at sea. Oh man, I want to, I want to go down this rabbit hole so bad with you in evolution. <laughs> just tell me, tell me some more about aliens. That's a good, that's a good way to, to end oh, this. Oh man. Thing. Well, uh, okay. Let me ask you a question. Have you seen the videos of the Tic Tac? I have not. What is that? Oh, dude. Okay. So 
um, there's a bunch of videos of a, I mean, craft that do not appear from this world that the military, the U S military has released recently. Oh, okay. Okay. And so, I've seen those. Okay. So this one, you, you may have seen this is just, I'm calling it a Tic Tac, but, uh, oh, this was Navy, a guy, the Navy one. Yeah. Commander David. Yes. Fravor or something. Great video. Yeah. And so, um, if people haven't seen it, which I'm sure everybody has, but right. This little Tic Tac object, it comes down from like 80,000 feet to zero to the surface of the water in a couple seconds. Yes, I've seen. Now now I know. Now it's making sense. Yes, I think I've seen them. And then? And then so they try to put the radar on it and it jams the radar, which is, you know, it's like an act of war if it was Russia doing it or something, right? And and then so they, they get, yeah, right. So then they get the infrared camera on it. Mm-hmm. and the guy is trying to track it with the camera, and it just does, like, rates it, of speed set don't make any sense. And then it gets down low to the water, and something comes up from the water right underneath oh. the surface of the water, and it just hovers over this object, which he says the object in the water was, like, the size, he would say, of, like, a, a passenger plane, like a 747. Oh, not a small object. No, big, pretty big, yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then the Tic Tac just kind of darts out of existence. What? And then so anytime they have an encounter like that, they always have a secondary location that the jets are supposed to fly to, and it's it's secret. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so they fly to that second location that's a secret, and the Tic Tacs there waiting for them. What? Yeah, at this, at this secret location. So then they get more video of it, and then it, it disappears. But they are talking to the aircraft carrier this whole time, and the— uh, the Nimitz, which is like state of the art, best sensors. And they're saying, yeah, we've been seeing these coming from up above our ceiling, which is like a hundred thousand feet. So space, I mean, mm-hmm. space is higher than a hundred thousand feet, but mm-hmm. it, no, I hear it's, you. it's high <laughs> and, and coming all, all day, all week. These things have been going from space to the ocean back and forth. That's crazy. The ocean. So it's like, is that, is that a, you know, a Chinese drone. I don't think so, man. <laughs> I don't think they can read the pilot's mind and go to the, the cat. It's called a cat point, the secondary location and, uh, go, you know, mock 300 from location to location. So, yeah, not slow. No windows, that's for sure. no, wow. pro- no propulsion, no heat signature yeah. on the back. Yeah. That's that, that drives me wild. Like I can, that's something that I cannot explain, but I know we all know it's out there, but, uh, what do you think is here. crazier? The fact that that exists or the fact that that's not what every single person on earth is talking about that the second part, <laughs> the second part. Remember, I think that was what the, the, they, the government acknowledge it, uh, what was going on? I think the elections, right? Mm-hmm. Or something like that. Yeah. And they would say, hey, guess what? You have, ETs are real. UFOs are real. And everyone's like, eh. I'm like, dude, this is huge. Like yeah. all these people who were deemed crazy and, uh, you know, conspiracy theorists, and like they were right. But it just came and went. Uh, okay. it's, it's crazy. But I, I can talk about it for, for, for a while and what the mainstream is doing as far as – uh, diminishing their existence and always make them seem like bad people. Have you noticed that? Like all the movies, if you oh, look up, yeah. if you think about yeah. it, yeah. any alien, it's bad. They're here to kill us. Yet, 
some of the writings and some of the interviews uh, from different people and just different places, even the even the crops, you know, the crop circles. They're all mathematical equations and transcriptions, uh, basically one in piece. Right, mm. and so and so all we know how we feel about social media, right, mm-hmm. and the media in general. But if you think about it, I mean, all of them, aliens. I mean, from the seventies, right, mm-hmm. Predator, oh, yeah. Independence yeah. Day. They're just mean people, oh, and yeah. yeah, they're just priming us humans to not accept them as friends. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy. What? What do you think? Okay, this is a crazy question. Well, okay, two things. Sorry, let me let me go back to something else. So, do you know that there's like this group of people? I think they call it CE five. I'm not positive, but yes, you know about it. Yes. Okay, so they like they like go out and meditate <laughs> and like wish. I'm not making fun of it. I I want to do it. Honestly. No, I mean that I'm laughing because I I'm, I'm happy the fact that you know about these things and, and you know you cannot really talk about these things just to anyone. Yeah, yeah I know. I almost kind of hesitate. Well, listen, I'm just talking about people. Hey, who listen, do this. I'm your I'm friend. Not, I'm not saying I've been your friend for a I while. I do it. I do it. Yeah. So they right. go out <laughs> with like you know singing I'll bowls do and didgeridoos and and stuff and they uh oh, just look at the sky You're and right. like and look out, for signals yeah I, I i think there's like different protocols like some people will like you have an affirmation or something you know and uh apparently people see some pretty crazy stuff um i mean i i don't know i i want to try it though we don't have enough even all we see at night is just a black sky here but uh you go into the woods or whatever and people see will like flashing which oh, i'm i'm gonna see something i don't know if <laughs> the, i mean the obvious kind of like skeptical question would be like it's dude you're just seeing satellites you're just seeing right, you know, right. twinkling planets or whatever but, i don't know if i want to have that kind of contact though myself yeah i know people are yearning for that but i don't need that in my life like i'm good oh, there, I, <laughs> there's all these stories of like people asking questions like blink right. once for yes, twice for no. And like, right. they didn't respond. I dude, I'm sure it's probably all BS, but there's always that party that wants to be like, okay, I kind of want to try that. But then you're like, yeah, I don't know if I want to invite that into my life. Right. I have too much going on, but, or is that way, just all the movies you watched? Yeah. <laughs> right. So I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know, but it's, 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 the fact is that again, you have to have an open mind as far as where we planted here, right? Are we an experiment version? I don't know twenty version one. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. All all I know is that kind of the standard rational explanation for the you know the answers to those questions is really not that rational in my opinion. Like, I mean the big bang, you know, whatever. I, I'm not going to say like, I don't believe that that happened. Interestingly, when the big bang theory was first proposed, the scientific community was against it because they felt like it proved the existence of God. And so that sort of flipped on its head where now if you're religious, you don't believe in the big bang. And if you're not religious, you, you do, or even if you are, but you're a scientist, you do. And, and so that, that is uh, just as insane as anything else. And I'm, I'm not saying it's wrong, but it's just, it's, it's insane. <laughs> you know, just this idea that 
matter sprung into existence, you know, all the matter in the, in the universe sprung into existence and then exploded outwards. And, you know, over millennia, over epochs, life, you know, arose on certain specks of this dust that's being flung out. But then the thing is, we now know that the, the expansion is accelerating, which Mm -hmm. the theory was always that, you know, if there was a big bang, it would expand, it would expand, it would expand. And Mm -hmm. then it's decelerating, right? Because there's a gravitational center to the expansion Mm -hmm. and then it will decelerate until it stops and then it will start retracting, but Mm -hmm. it's actually accelerating. So that kind of, that's a problem for, for the big bang. I mean, I mean, there's probably smarter people than me who could explain that. But anyway, the point is like, that's, that's a pretty far-fetched idea. <laughs> so, oh, the whole Big Bang, yeah, ju- yeah. it's just it's it's wild. And yeah, so, we we're trying to make sense with our limited senses of something that is just not for us. I don't know. I don't think I can ever. It's like asking an insect <laughs> to to perform a math higher mathematical equation. <laughs> You see what I'm saying? There's yeah. no way an ant can do that. It's like Buck's life, right? There's not no way that ant can do that with its limited resources and brain. It was just designed to do one thing and one thing only. But I think our curse and our blessing is our consciousness, our intelligence, basically, because we're asking these questions as created beings. We're asking these questions, right? I don't think an ant can ever ask, but it, that yeah. kind of mentality, that that that's where I'm putting myself. Don't don't you just that. want like a few more thousand years to try to figure it out though? Oh, at least. <laughs> <laughs> like that that would be fantastic. Well, I'll tell you what, I'd rather be hype in hypersleep, cryogenics, you know, hypersleep, and then wake up later in a thousand years, like, oh, I was right. Yeah. Now let me go back to sleep again. Yeah. You know, and then wake up another thousand years. Because a thousand years is a long time. You'll be bored. But I don't know if you and I will be bored. I don't know. I don't know. A thousand years. There's so many things. I don't. Yeah. There's so many things we can do. Especially since it seems like the more we learn, the more questions there are. You know, I don't. I don't really think that the number of unanswered questions is going down. I think it's going up. You know, with each each decade, there's more and more questions. So. Right. Yeah, I think we can. I think we can make it work. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That might All be right. that might be a good spot to end. We somehow somehow we took it from a uh uh physics experiment that's a hundred years old and, and we took it to aliens, but I guess those two things aren't that uh unrelated to one another. So All right. closing question mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. The aliens, whoever they are, mm-hmm. are they uh extraterrestrial life from other planets? Are they probes from other planets? So like drones, you know, these craft mm-hmm. we see. Mm-hmm. Are they coming from Earth? Did they come out of the ocean, right? This mm-hmm. craft that they saw. Or mm-hmm. are they coming from the future? Mm. <laughs> is, there a, is there a D? In, in your scientific opinion, all, yes. All of D? the above? Ooh, all of the above. I like. I thought you were going to give a whole new one. Okay, all of the above. Here's what I like about in the ocean from Earth is that that makes sense. Is that you know there's a evidence there's a lot of evidence that um there was intelligent 
a life on Earth a lot earlier than we thought. Right. And and it was erased. And it was erased. Okay, dude, we're on this. We are we are on the same page about everything. I didn't even know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's underwater where no one can see, no one can go. Right. Right. It's gone. Yeah. Um. So we think. Yeah. Who knows? I mean. Uh. Okay. All right. Well, that maybe to be continued. Then that's good stuff. That's a good. We'll leave the the. Yeah. The the dozens of fans, even that's an overstatement. <laughs> we'll leave the dozens of fans waiting until yeah. next week. And that goes with uh, Antarctica too. So that's something that we need to talk about. Oh man, okay, we're definitely going to have to keep this secret from our employers. We're getting we're getting wild. We're talking about uh, yeah time but travel. You know where this is going. <laughs> you know where this is going. Ancient yeah. intelligence. All right, all right, man. Take it easy. All right. Have a good night. Thanks again. You too. It's been fun. Okay. Set your affirmations, aspirations. I got shit to do. The aftermath of preparation. Good food, good mood, blood in circulation. One step at a time. Yeah, that's how you make it. Set a goal you control, and the steps you take them. I try to pick one thought, have some concentration. And if I make a mistake, it's called education. I try to do this every day. Call it replication. Wake up. Today's gonna be a good day. 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 Life ain't easy, y'all. I think there's a reason, though. Ups and downs, just like every different season, y'all. Sometimes I'm high, other times I'm barely breathing, though. I always gotta fight and hide from the demons, y'all. Negative thoughts are poison, they ride. Uh. Head full of flaws, so here come the clouds. Uh. They'll never stop unless I can swap all the bad for the good in my head when I'm lost. Uh. Yeah, so I'ma fake it till I make it Positive thoughts are overtaken, I got patience One day at a time is how you operate a cadence A flow, you grow, you show yourself a foundation Stay away from all the shit that causes temptation I know that I like to do it cause of sensation I live my life in my head like a narration Don't expect greatness, do my best, man, I'll take it Wake up, today's gonna be a good day Wake up Today's gonna be a good day. Wake up. 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 Today's gonna be a good day. Wake up.